0: Not listening. I was reading. I was reading. Johnny was listening that there is a uh, we're dealing with a possible food shortage in the near future, Johnny. Which is as a foodie, that is absolutely terrifying. What, What do you think, Johnny? What do you think about this food? You've told me about this food shortage before, and I kind of was just like, eh, Johnny and his like, you know, his out there thinking. Johnny, does it feel good or bad to say, I told you so?
1: Do you take any joy in saying, I told you so? No uh i don't know dude i'm still trying to process like exactly why we have food, food shortages like obviously covid right well isn't it because like, cause like first thing a lot of like, like
0: grains and stuff come from overseas from like i wasn't
1: from ukraine those yeah. used to be the what we call the bread basket of europe yeah and i guess asia too think about it and now like we have i think i think anything i would have to say about it is kind of like the obvious thing like yeah buy a fuckload of food buy some non-perishables all that all that shit get those uh, cup of noodles yeah because even if you don't believe it's going to get all that worse i mean the prices are going to rise right so why not just buy the shit now before it rises
0: is it because it costs because gas is going up and therefore all shipment of things goes up and like conjunction with that
1: yeah diesel supposed to go up so you know is that the one you can liters? make
0: from like fr- from like cooking oil diesel
1: yeah no diesel is gas which is
0: one i'm thinking of there's like one you can make from like
1: there's like cars or engines that you can use like cooking oil it's not diesel. Oh, you're saying use cooking oil in your car? Yeah. Which one's the one thing though? I don't. I don't know. Is it diesel?
0: You can like you can like reverse engineer it or something to make like. Because I know there's places that have used like uh, like preppers have uh, <laughs> they have certain no they do they have certain vehicles
1: that use like like by, like like i've just never heard of that one but right now it just sounds like bad health advice (laughs) but they use cooking oil in your car to clog up those arteries or what so are you saying using cooking oil for your car or using diesel for it okay what's the difference between diesel then and traditional gasoline i actually don't know uh i i think they just process it differently but i'm not sure yeah
0: i think you can like use cook old oil because i know you can use use old cooking oil from like fast food places and use it in place of like gas for like certain kinds of vehicles
1: like older diesel trucks i think you can use uh i don't know how that's practical because diesel is expensive as hell so why would you take diesel as your base to have something like to cook i'm some of that's, that's what assuming. i heard i'm gonna
0: look it up later i'm gonna look
1: it up so, later. so that to me it's like just a non-starter for me i'll look it then, up. a non-starter
0: then... for okay i get what you I, I see what you're doing there a non-starter yeah like, the engine's not going to start. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, so... I'm not sure. Explain it because uh, I'm not quite sure where you're going with this.
0: I'm looking it up right now. Conversion. Okay, there is... There is... There is. I was right. There is a cooking oil conversion. Okay, tell me about it. It says, how to convert your diesel to run on vegetable oil. Ah, uh, okay. It says, vegetable oil can be used as an alternative fuel in diesel engines and in heating oil burners. When vegetable oil is used directly as a fuel in either modified or unmodified equipment it is referred to as straight vegetable oil or pure plant oil ppo mm-hmm. so it can be used for diesel engines but i think you have to do you have to do something okay here it is here it is can you use cooking oil for diesel fuel the short answer is that if you if your car has a diesel engine then yes you could use cooking oil to fuel it but you really shouldn't biodiesel is a fuel that can be used almost anywhere that diesel is used and this fuel is usually made from recycled and refined waste cooking oil. So I was right. You can. Because i seen I seen episodes of the show called Preppers from like years ago. Mm-hmm. And there was people who like they would go to fast food places because they have to get rid of the cooking oil, the, the old one. And okay. it's like, we'll take it off your hands if you get it to us for free. And so like there's like people who are like on farms and ranches who literally just have vats of cooking oil, use cooking oil sitting around as basically free fuel for diesel engine like vehicles. So, how does that affect your engine? I think because it's not clean. First of all, it's not clean. It's going to get clogged. All the little contaminants are going to get clogged up and get up in there. But in a post-near-apocalyptic future where... Uh,
1: yeah, because I was going to say, okay, how, how would it's that... It's better than up, nothing. How would that fuck up your engine? So, if like, you can use it for a couple dozen miles I would, yeah, until I would, it fucks up your engine?
0: You're definitely not doing a cross-country trip with it. Mm-hmm. But you're, I, I I would see that being as, like viable like if you're if there's no gas in the pump anymore you're better off than people who could only use like regular and plus and premium and all that crap
1: all right so for the sake of argument i'm assuming we have way less um way less of that oil in the store like a walmart Mm -hmm. than there actually is at the gas station right Probably, yes. Yeah, so if we were to go for that alternative in like this zombie apocalypse...
0: <laughs> get the bottles of Masola, corn oil, and...
1: Yeah, let's just make the zombie apocalypse. We might as well. Okay. If, if we're doing zombie apocalypse and you're going for that alternative, there's a lot less of that stuff than there is liquid at the gas station, right? Probably. I'm yeah. assuming. And But if there's still a running economy, um, it takes about 17 gallons to fill up my car, right? Okay a gallon of vegetable oil right now is about 734 or 1034 or eight dollars depends on where you buy it that's a gallon so right now vegetable fuel is more than fucking gasoline or so far diesel yeah (laughs) so far (laughs) yeah so i mean isn't that what
0: ethanol is right it's corn oil right that's already kind of there i don't know i don't know ethanol is made from corn
1: yeah, but I don't know what you can run in the car without, oh, okay. before you fucking fry it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I had no idea. Are you saying going to go in this direction? Are you, no, it
0: sounds like if oil, if gas prices continue to go up, we might have to look into using olive oil and all these cooking oils as an alternative. Filling <laughs> up your car with freaking Mazola corn oil from the from the local like corner store,
1: if it's if it's cost efficient, basically. Even if it's cost efficient, like how long can you run the car on something like that before you fucking wreck it so because of a couple i don't know how long this is gonna last but because, maybe let's say it's six months because of six months you're gonna like risk putting that shit in your engine frying whatever a thirty thousand dollar car when maybe it would have been better like you know what i'm just gonna fucking quit and not drive i'm just mm-hmm. gonna try to find a job right here where i could take a bicycle or, or my concern
0: would then be that your car's your car. What's better? What's better? Leaving your car sit for so many months unused and letting like you know stuff happen to it, or putting it putting vegetable oil through it and just having it on the daily like maintenance mode, like vegetable
1: is the worst. Uh, I'm assuming far worst than just having it sit there and letting the things that, corrode. stuff really doesn't corrode like that. Like, well, you, well, you had an issue with your car, right? Where like yeah, I let it sit for a little while, but nothing really happens to it. Like it uh your serpentine belt might get a little crack because there's constant tension and these like pressure points in it Mm -hmm. but not fucking really like all you got to do is slap on another serpentine belt and you're good right like some of the bearings might go bad because they need to be lubricated um there's a the engine that there's an oil in your car all you got to do is flush it out replenish it and then you're good like all that stuff you're looking at a 100 bucks of maintenance and then you're back in action that's if Something critical that didn't happen before was an issue, you know, then you got to sort that out. But the car just sitting there, it's not going to wreck your car. Like your gasoline, something that I didn't do, you can put a, uh, you can put a, this other liquid that stabilizes the gasoline and it can stabilize it for like two years.
0: Is that like, is that like kind of adding salt to meat, like to like shelf life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's
1: the same idea. So if you let your, your gasoline just sit in your tank, it starts to like varnish and it'll clog up your lines, but that takes a while as well. And even if you do that, just drain it. I think
0: that's what kept happening too. I remember the go kart we used to have when I lived in my old house. Uh-huh. It used to like not have issues. I used to have issues starting because we would use it for like a month and then like not use it for months, and then we try to turn it on again and there was always some issue with like the with the we call it beans with the C carburetor. Yes, because like the gas was just sitting there, I guess or whatever.
1: Yeah, but that that thing had issues before it sat there.
0: No, I think that was the issue, was that we would have it sit there for so long without, like, draining or using it or whatever. Like it maybe,
1: maybe it's because you ran it without replenishing, like, newer liquids into it. Maybe. Like, you just turn it on without getting rid of the old stuff.
0: That could be it. Maybe. I'll never know. We don't have it anymore. But anyways, this, back on topic. This is to say... I mean, well, back in, during World War II, uh-huh. right? People, there was shortages of food and the materials and stuff. And people had their freedom gardens, right? The freedom garden movement was huge. Yeah. I think, was it up to like one in five households or whatever, like had food. Yeah, that,
1: that movement was major.
0: About 20% of all food on the table was grown locally at home. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be time to start looking to doing that again. And the cool thing is with online and YouTube is like homesteading, all that stuff has kind of made like a comeback sort of in the yeah. last few years so i was like when johnny got here like well we're at my place if you hadn't figured it out i showed johnny the backyard show him the sunflowers showed him the melons well melon plants showed him the corn and like we like in the last few years we kind of got into the idea of like you know it might be such a bad idea to just try to grow some of your food at home and johnny you kind of done that with you have your, your grapes your cactus your apricots i, mean, plums? I got grapes
1: cactus apricots uh uh, yeah what are the other ones that look like apricots pomegranates yeah i got the pomegranates i got peaches the sunflowers uh tomatoes uh yeah i've had cucumbers
0: blueberries still not
1: or blackberries still not quite
0: it's a work in progress
1: <laughs> yeah uh so you you can't just like all of a sudden get into gardening like that oh grapefruit you gotta, too grapefruit right yeah i got grapefruit um you gotta start learning about things like your fucking soil By the way, guys, this is a gaming podcast. We'll get into this shit like right now. But I'm just starting to learn of like my HP for my garden. I got to buy the device and make like my soil. Oh, that's really sandy. Yeah. So I got to figure out how to mix things up together. Uh, The acidity. you And
0: nitrogen and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah um that's like that's, that's above my understanding it's like there's some people that buy like uh seeds for veggies and they plant them all at the same time instead of staggering the days because then when they get the yield everything comes at the same time and then you start getting things that rot because you can't use it all at the same time right like right. you can't eat a bunch of fucking whatever tomatoes or or cucumbers all at the same right. time
0: and there's some people who have it where like there's always something in
1: season Mm -hmm. like they do the staggering thing you're talking about yeah that's where i'm where i'm trying to get it like we're like
0: a few weeks apart or something
1: yeah uh i have the space for it i just don't have the soil you know all my shit is sandy and soil is isn't like the most the cheapest thing in the world you know i mean you might try composting i guess but that takes work i actually am composting i told you uh before i have like i have trees in the back right so there's some at some point i gotta prune those trees and then the trees also the leaves also fall off, mm-hmm. so I have to collect everything and then put it into like my little fire pit, and then just burn everything. And that shit will give me all oh,
0: ashes. ashes. Ashes are good. Yeah, too a lot I of good mean.
1: nutrients for the plants. There you go. So, yeah,
0: that's enough about the gardening, Johnny. That's enough about the world crisis issues with transportation and gas prices and food prices and everything's getting more expensive and it's getting harder and harder to survive. Let's focus on the lighter stuff, alive, shall we, Johnny? sure don't sound too convinced there but that's okay ladies and gentlemen welcome to the dual podcast as always i'm your host andrew roscoe joined by the badger of the high desert the self-proclaimed lost cause because he's always down for the cause never down for the count the unnecessary one johnny what was that? again this is not a gardening podcast or any of that stuff but we i don't see why we can't limit ourselves. Why we have to limit ourselves to just games at least in the beginning. Johnny, we have a couple of snooze stories for this week. I think three. I think I can only find three decent ones. Let's start with the first one. This one Johnny actually found. He sent it to me. Coming up by way of Kotaku written by Zach Zweizen. Try saying that three times fast. Zach Zweizen. Sony's skipping Gamescom 2022. So forget about any God of War Ragnarok news. That one's aimed right at you, Johnny. Right at you. One of the largest video game brands in the world, PlayStation, has confirmed that it will not be a part of the annual Gamescom 2022 trade show, nor will it have any big news or announcements to share during the opening night live event hosted by video game Pope Jeff Keeley.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm getting keylyed out lately.
0: Keelyed out, alright. Yeah. It joins other companies skipping the show this year as the video game industry continues to reckon with the ongoing COVID nineteen pandemic. Yesterday, Sony quietly confirmed its decision to not attend Gamescom 2022 via a statement given to Workshop, a video game news site in Germany. In the past, its opening night live stream has operated as another mini E3-like event and typically wrapped up Keeley's summer gaming hype train. Workshop explains that to be part of the opening night event, companies must also take part in the Gamescom trade show. It says Kotaku contacted Co- Sony seeking comment. Gamescom is an annual European video game trade show that has historically been held in Cologne, Germany. Before COVID-19, the show was regularly attended by huge numbers of people, often being called the world's largest gaming expo as a result of these big crowds. This summer's Gamescom, which starts August 24th and runs until the 28th, is a return of sorts for the show as it's the first physical Gamescom event since 2019. But things are different now, and this return will feature fewer big companies as Nintendo, Activision Blizzard, Gaming, and Take-Two Interactive have all confirmed they too are skipping the annual European convention. So far, Microsoft has yet to confirm if it will be attending the show or not. If Sony is completely skipping Gamescom as has been reported, it does seem to limit where and when we will finally get an actual specific release date for its upcoming God of War sequel, Ragnarok. We know it's supposed to come out this year, as was recently confirmed, but when exactly is still a mystery? And one which apparently won't be answered at Gamescom. Recent reports pegged it for a November launch, but Sony has yet to confirm a release date. Johnny, as the, as between the two of us, the resident God of War uh, fan aficionado, if you prefer, how 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 important is this release date for you? Do you do you really care about knowing when? I mean, is fourth quarter is that enough for you, or? When do you think God uh, if it comes out before November or during November, I'm hoping to snag it during a Black Friday deal Black Friday, you think it'll be on sale then? Not likely, but some places do have like buy two get one free kind of thing, and I can always just like snag it as part of
1: that kind of duo. I mean for me, uh it would be something like we'll give you God of War and then we'll give you a discount on the PS5 that type of discount.
0: Okay, you're saying like for like a Black Friday deal or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Johnny, what do, you, do you think a release date is imminent? Like, are we going to get one? If we're not getting it here, do you think Sony's going to do, like... We just had a PlayStation, like, direct... Uh, I'm hearing the end of June. You think we're going to get another one? We just got the state of play, like, at the start of June?
1: Yeah, I'm going to find out it's the end of June.
0: We have, like... It's the 24th today, so that means it has to be by the end of the week. Yep. You think we're going to get, like, a last-minute state of play? I think it's possible, dude i don't know i mean sony's definitely the kind of company to kind of be like we're gonna do our own thing on the side but i really feel like they're gonna do that they would do that like a big event kind of thing to
1: have like all eyes on them well they just had a good state of play right so you wouldn't want to like put a shitty a A decent a
0: a decent because if they put a
1: a state of play it would just be strictly god of war because you don't want to overshadow the previous one which is a good state of play right Sure. So you would want to put some distance between the last one and, and this one. But if it's God of War, like perfect. If they drop it in fucking like Monday or whatever, it's dope. What well, is Monday?
0: Uh Monday today's the twenty fourth, so twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh.
1: It would drop oh shit. Uh it would drop like on the twenty ninth. Okay. On a Wednesday? So, yeah, but they would have to announce it like Monday. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Whenever it gets announced, like it's not, we know it's going to be this fall and I think that window is all that really matters because that's going to be the big thing for Sony this year and that's going to be like their tentpole title.
1: So We haven't seen it gone gold, have we?
0: No. Pretty sure, no, we have not.
1: So, yeah, because when it goes gold... Uh, that's usually about
0: a month or two, uh-huh. two months or so. I think they'll announce it before it goes gold, though. I think they'll say, like, we're aiming for December
1: or something or November or something. Yeah, and there's some some credible leakers right now. They really need to drop it before those leakers drop it, because okay. the leakers are hinting at. Have you seen that thing where they like drop? I think it's they dropped binary code, okay. and no? no, no, it says something like one one one, one zero, and it was like a meme. A oh, lot created- of those
0: usually are like placeholders, though. Or what was that thing where like they said like a certain thing, and then Corey Balrog like tweeted out like uh, like
1: hmm, like about something or he put like eyes or something like it's like an emoji did you see that i think it was um what's his name the original creator of god War. oh david jaffe yeah yeah yeah. jaffe put a post and then jaffe was like hey guys i don't think this is really gonna happen and then Corey came through and he's like are you are you sure about that you know oh okay it was a it was in a response to a release date yeah it was in response to a release date But it it was kind of like telling Jaffe, like, hey, just, like, slow it down, you know? Mm, Okay. Like, we got plans. They're not the plans you think they are. Um, Do you care about getting a release date or not, really? No. I'm not sure, dude, because if they drop it this year, it'd be awesome, right? It'd be a crazy-ass fucking year after they they've dropped a good amount of games this year and last year. Right. But they've already dropped Horizon in, like, February, right? That to me is like okay, cool. Like um, it's one of my favorite games. They drop that. Mm-hmm. If they don't drop anything major this year, I sort of understand because of development issues and fucking the pandemic and all that shit, right? Yeah. So, and if it's a competition with Xbox, well, there's nothing in the coming out. I mean, what has Xbox really dropped? You know, they dropped Forza, right? right. All yeah, their big stuff is like pushed back to first
0: quarter next year. So. Yeah, like a Red. So, do you think there's any pressure to just like, ah, oh, like we, it's okay, we, you don't have to release it right away because we are not... Like, our competitors are, like, not in a hurry
1: either. Or do you think they want to own that, that, that... I feel like investors are like, dude, you've been dropping a lot of shit compared to the competition. There's, like, nowhere else to go as far as an investor, you know? Mm. And if you're into, into a video game company, there's like, well, I'm going to take my video game money somewhere else, you know? That doesn't make sense because this is, like, the spot to be. Right. So i don't really care if it's delayed a little bit
0: yeah right. this is gonna be an issue I, I i still think it'll drop this year just because like like you said horizon was back in february and that's like a long time ago but by the time we get to the end of the year it's gonna feel like almost a year ago so yeah yeah they're gonna have to d-
1: drop something i think i don't know
0: yeah I, I can see your point so
1: yeah it makes more sense to drop it this year because 23 is like fucking loaded
0: i think yeah you sent me something i didn't get a chance to look at it but you did send me something showing like how 2023 was like packed packed
1: packed that's not my deal list but we'll get into it all right let's go on to the
0: next one shall we sir this one also comes from kotaku written by ari notice it says despite historic crashes video games are not over nfts just yet which is funny because i could have sworn that like i thought that was it for now but i guess it's coming back with a vengeance it says we were so close as the nft market suffered one meteoric crash after another as a side note did you see johnny about like that website the yacht club or yacht something where like a lot of people got like their nfts like hacked or whatever and like, they lost like almost built like they lost millions and hundreds of millions of dollars in value
1: i heard about it don't know exactly what happened okay
0: this is okay as the nft market suffered one meter crash after another and as some crypto based games lost money by the hundreds of millions. It seemed for a second there that the gaming industry might come to its senses, but no. This week alone saw two major parties unveiling a commitment to smushing NFTs and video games together. Square Enix, the legendary publisher that seems intent on bearing every ounce of goodwill it accrued over the years, and then dancing on the grave, is doubling down on its obsession with blockchain technology. Earlier this year, Square Enix sold off a handful of prestigious studios, including Deus Ex maker Eidos Montreal and Tomb Raider Stewards Crystal Dynamics for $300 million. Around the same time, the company stated a clear intention to go all in on incorporating blockchain technology into its games. The company's report for its 2022 shareholders meeting published this week said its plans to introduce, quote, story focused NFTs to its games. It is unclear how exactly this blockchain technology will introduce any new features that aren't already existent in video games. Representatives for Square Enix did not respond to a request for comment. Also this week, a duo of former PlayStation execs Michael Mumbauer and John Garvin announced the formation of a new studio, Lithos. And it says the tagline is from impossible to inevitable. That's like their like company motto thing which plans to develop games on the Hedera crypto network. Mumbauer, who previously co-founded indie studio That's No Moon, stepped down from his role as CEO earlier this year. That's No Moon was established last year and has yet to release a game. Here's part of his mission statement for Lithos. So we're going to look at this real quick. It's like a paragraph. This is, so this is Michael Mumbauer speaking. I want to see a world where the characters and stories that I love don't end after I finish the game. That's been a dream of mine for several decades. The biggest hurdle to overcome has been that there hasn't been a meaningful way to connect different inter- entertainment worlds together in the right way. Web 3 will unlock the power to transform the way we engage with entertainment. Imagine reading your favorite comic book or watching the latest season of a show you love, except that they are all based in the same amazing world. Even better, by watching the show, you get something that adds incredible value to your enjoyment of the game. Is that possible? It sounds like a sales pitch. And then it kind of just ends right there. The first game out of Lithos is Ashfall, a post-apocalyptic action game set hundreds of years in the future in the Pacific Northwest. Lithos is currently selling a comic based on Ashfall for $100. Expected delivery is September 2023. Garvin, who previously wrote and directed open-world survival game Days Gone, will serve as Ashfall's creative director. It is unclear how exactly Lithos plans... Sorry, I scrolled too far to get a blockchain based game past the certification process of historically strict console storefronts, though, through a representative, Mumbauer told Kotaku that, quote, development will take a while, but we believe the integration of technologies that will amplify our transmedia goals will come online eventually. Alternatively, we intend to put some focus on technology back in to connect mediums together if one isn't creative that we can leverage for Ashfall." end quote. Noted. Uh, okay, and I think uh, okay, and then they talk about like the history of NFTs and more stuff. It looks like I'm kind of skimming here. Uh, all right, Johnny. So I, before we start recording, I I to- talked to you about how uh, so Michael Mumbauer was part of That's Snow Moon, the mm-hmm. th- studio that was founded last year, right? With like uh, all these other like it's the studio that has like veterans from Infinity Ward and from uh, Bioware and like, from other like big name studios. That was the he was part of the team before that that was supposed to work on the Last of Us remake part one. Which Naughty Dog was like, you know what, we'll just do it ourselves again, right? Yeah. So he got shifted to the other studio, and now he left that studio to find this new NFT video game studio. Um, again, neither Johnny nor I fully understand how NFTs work. I mean, we kind of get it in terms of like if you have that registered specific part of software, right, Johnny.
1: Yeah, it's on the blockchain,
0: and it's tied it's to crypto somehow in a way where it becomes more valuable or perceived to be more valuable.
1: No, I don't think it's tied to crypto. I think they're entirely different. They just can connect crypto to it, but I don't know, dude. Like, what I'm trying to figure out the most is like, why are the companies keep going back to this, even though the the people are saying like we don't want this shit? Yeah, we okay. So yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it's necessarily its con or its benefit.
0: The benefits that I've seen – because I've seen oh, – well, the imagined benefits I should say because it's yeah. not like fully viable it is like – I remember who it was. So Mike Shinoda, for those of you guys who know, Mike Shinoda is one of the major parts of Linkin Park, the band Linkin Park. Mm. He was w- trying to work with – he wanted to fund this NFT-style like um, system or not system but like network where he – the way he explained it to people, the pros are like – Imagine, like, you had a, let's say, a gun. Like, a gun skin or a gun from one video game. Mm -hmm. It's like, imagine you can carry that gun you love to another game. And to, like, another game and so on. And then, like, a whole bunch of, like, software developers push back hard on this. Where, like, dude, like, we have, have, like, games where, like, your stuff within the same franchise, like, can't carry over even. Mm -hmm. Like, look at how, uh, if you've heard about Call of Duty Warzone, like, none of your stuff from Warzone 1 is going to carry over to Warzone 2. Like, it's just not going to happen because there's way too many licenses to renew for like things like uh, like uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy who's a skin in Warzone one. OK, like if anyone could actually pull this off, I would think it'd be like Epic Games because like the Fortnite thing. Right. I think they're probably the only studio who could probably have the leverage to pull something like an NFT thing off. But that's a side note, side point. And it's like you can't like you can't just transfer these things over and over like they don't all work the same like you have Unity you have uh, Frostbite you have all these different engines like the way you're like the way you're trying to explain it Mike Shinoda like you're oversimplifying the issues of transferring these experiences over to other software platforms yeah and like I think he actually got he like sat down with somebody to explain it to him and like once they explained it to him he was like oh okay and he actually like, kind of like, backed off for a little bit he like backed off from the from the platform the NFT platform thing. And then we saw, like, earlier this year, right, you, me- you mentioned it, too, with, like, uh, Troy Baker and his, like, voice acting, like, it's not, a, uh, he doesn't call it an NFT, but it's basically an NFT, it's a voice acting, like, hey, like, what if you could, like, make money by recording your voice a couple of times and then you just, like, license out your, like, likeness or whatever, right? I think that was, mm-hmm. like, the, the thing, right? So people are, like, very incredulous or very, like, skeptical about this software, this, not get rich quick skin, because it's not, like, rich, It's taking, it would take time. Mm -hmm. But people there's a lot of pushback in the video game industry like we don't want this whole like we don't want the art of making games it's already monetized as hell with like like dlc and microtransactions. like we don't want we don't want this pervasive idea of owners digital ownership whatever press so hard onto games because for one it's like unsustainable and then two like there's like i guess environmental side how is it unsustainable huh how is it unsustainable because imagine if you had to make everything where um you have to like import things or whatever. like you not sustainable I think not in the, not like
1: in the... cuz it's digital right it's not sustainable I think I think when, well there's sustainable is a wrong word maybe No there is a unsustainable angle. I'm just I just want to know what you might have heard about it From what
0: I've heard and what I, the way I've had like understood and explained to me like through articles and stuff is that basically like you like over not oversaturate but you make it so that video games – if you try to integrate this into everything, people are going to no longer play – people are going to play games with the with the headspace or the mentality of how can I profit from this experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's going to be like the slow death of like the art side, the art form of video games basically. It's just going to be like how can I make the most money? How can I sell – like I'm going to play this thing and then I'm going to sell off with the mentality of like I'm going to play games to just sell. It's kind of like how I don't really chase trophies anymore. Because they kind of ruined the experience of like, where I, I only care about getting trophies in video games. And it's like, oh, I, I can't move on because I have to get the platinum. Or in my case, it was like, I would not play games that didn't have trophies because I saw them as a waste of time. And then I realized like, whoa, like I'm playing games for the wrong reasons. if I'm only trying to get trophies out of them.
1: I guess, but if you're like a retailer of NFTs as an individual, I don't see how that would ruin gaming for you. Like if somebody's trying to saturate the market with their products, because if there's a bunch of competitors with NFTs, like little retailers, mm-hmm. wouldn't they just try to strive to make the best NFT, like right, like the dopest NFT, like the dopest skins? So in video games, that would translate it into like better artwork, right? Mm. Like this oh, is you a mean way- dopest? You mean yeah, yeah. Like this oh. is a way better piece of like armor than what the producer of this game produced, right? So I'm gonna get my stuff from them because it's really fucking awesome. And they're gonna end up give like I'm gonna end up finding the dopest NFTs. Like, I don't know how that ruins my gaming experience.
0: Me not individually, but I think it's like the idea is that the industry as a whole would start to head towards that direction. Kinda of like when we saw with like the okay, for example, like the whole I IP thing where like because Fortnite and Smash Bros. are so like successful, now we're seeing all these clones and derivatives of like Nickelodeon's got their own thing, and Cartoon Network has their own thing, WB has his own thing where, like, like we see Superman running around with, like, a gun, or, like, we see, like, all, like, like now, like, no IP is, like, sacred, I guess you could say. It's just a hodgemosh of, like, Ready Player One stuff where people are well, just throwing... Well, isn't
1: that where, like, a market correction comes in? Because if it gets saturated, at some point, are like, we're not buying this shit no more. Right? Like, Call I think we're Duty... kind of like that.
0: No one's really buying, like, the Nickelodeon, like, uh, game, I think. I could be wrong. I have to double-check, but, like... It's that point where, like, it's, like, the, the whole meta thing where all these universes are combining and it's, like, it just becomes, like, a riddled mess
1: of, like, hodgepodge of just IPs kind of thing. But, well, that IP, there's not, there's not a lot, a lot of stuff like that. Like, there's Smash Brothers and then what else? It's Fortnite. No, we're talking about fighting games, right? Where, like, no, I'm talking about just games and- where they just
0: mash things together, like... Call of sense. Duty is kind of doing that too where like they added like like first it was cool like it was like oh we have the Predator skin and like okay that's really cool
1: and then it's like oh I see what like Fortnite like where they just try to add every fucking IP into it yes I think that's cool it is cool like, but Mortal in the Kombat doesn't it and it's amazing right with the DC stuff like that works because it was just those two like universes though but like no but Mortal Kombat has like Alien they have uh, Rambo they have right right I think I think the, the thing is, though, that eventually it just becomes like
0: everything you love the game, which is just like all this stuff just kind of thrown together haphazardly with no real thought to how well it fits into the overall like story or experience. I guess you could say it yes. just becomes a sea of licenses. If
1: it ruins the narrative, I completely agree with you, but I don't think more like Mortal Kombat does it well. I think they just throw them in there and it's just like, hey, there's this.
0: I don't mind that because there is a Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe game. That game's like almost a decade old at this point, which, like, that was early to, like, the, the party, I guess you'd say. And that was a cool design. That was a cool idea for the time. That was cool.
1: I mean, if we, if we got to blame anybody, it's probably going to have to be Smash Brothers. Like, we have fucking Mario. But those were and- all Nintendo IPs, at least. Well, so was the DC stuff? Originally. So was, like, the new uh, DC game with Harry WB. Potter. And WB. WB yeah yeah the, that's all the same universe like if you want to use that argument what's it called
0: i forgot i know what you're talking about they have sh- like ultra instinct shaggy and yeah, like yeah,
1: yeah, all yeah.
0: this iron giant and superman and like all this weird stuff going on and anyways the idea mm-hmm. is like with the nfts is that the way that it, it makes games or like it makes games like the gaming market like un- un- unsub- what's the we're looking for
1: unsustainable is that the word I'm looking for the one i said originally so you mean unsustainable not in the eco type of way
0: no I mean that's a side thing no I'm talking about like the where the games that are being pushed are the ones that rise to the top of the crop I guess you could say mm-hmm. are the ones where it's like the, the motivation is to how can I profit from this game basically and it's kind of like a market crash thing where if everybody's just trying to profit like you're gonna have more people trying to sell off the things than actually buy the things I think And I could, there's an article, I need to find it that kind of, if that could prep us for another, like, market crash, like, gaming crash, like, from the 80s. Okay. I'd look up the article, but that's kind of the idea where, like, why the video game industry as a whole does not like the idea of NFTs in, like, this
1: special, like, circumstance of games. I get it, but then, like, as gamers, like, when I said there's a market correction, I think that's only a problem when, when the government comes in and then Bails out too big to fail and then it creates this massive fucking bubble that they have to maintain because if it crashes well, it's, it's a fucking cataclysm.
0: It's kind of like you know how we had this talk about like everyone games as a service yeah, and like how not everybody can is equipped to do games as a service yeah, because yeah. only certain ones are the ones that like your Fortnite's, your PUBG's, your War Zones, your Destinies, the ones who rise above the rest and everybody else is trying and it's just like you're just you're trying but you're just wasting resources because you're just not big enough to compete you're just not you don't have the market share of, of like mind share kind of thing
1: yeah but if i like the game i'm gonna buy it right so like like i just said the government creates these big ass fucking bubbles because of the bailouts all this shit in gaming if a company if there's nobody to fucking bail them out there's no the there's company just dies. yeah there's no big to fail in video That's what games I'm so yeah. the company just dies and it's like and then the industry is like, holy fuck! They just fucking died because they kept pushing this shit that the consumer didn't want. Could you imagine Mitch McConnell is like, guys, we gotta save EA. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> yeah. It's like the
0: U.S. runs on
1: EA. <laughs> we can't let them fall apart. Yeah. Does it make sense what I'm trying to say? It's like in gaming, if the company dies, yeah, it's like the. Oh, well, we're just but-
0: trying. We're trying. I mean, video game, video game, the video game industry wants to avoid that situation to even come across, though. Like. like like stop trying. Like we know making games is hard. We know it's hard to make money from them. But like if you're pro- if you make it so transparent to the consumer that it's literally just about money.
1: But do you think maybe it's because shady companies have been putting out shitty products? Like to me, I
0: think that's a huge part of it. Yeah.
1: Like to me, Ubisoft is trying to make all these live with service the courts, games. With the yeah. With but or, they don't have like. Like solid the pedigree, as the pedigree, yes. The pedigree isn't really there, like, they don't have solid as narrative. Well, that's why the, there was that
0: pushback, right? With uh, Rainbow Six, where they were doing the quartz, which is like their that's what they're calling their like NFT thing, like the quartz mm-hmm. thing. And like, they saw a pushback where only like I think a handful of people participated, and everybody like they bought like certain game skins and then they had to sell them at a losses because nobody was like really into it, into it. So, that's the company's problem. Well, yeah, exactly. But if we can, like, if we could just learn that lesson that this isn't for, like, unless you're, like, the cream of the crop, like, this isn't going to work. So, like, stop trying to do this thing.
1: Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, so if Naughty Dog, as they're fucking making the live service game with The Last of Us, I trust the fucking, like, I trust that they can do it out of anybody. I trust them, right? And how, how soon are the updates going to fucking come? I mean, how many, what the player base is going to be, like, consistent? The mechanics are there? The narrative is there?
0: I think, yeah, I think if there was one Dog would, would be the obvious one to do one that would, I mean, if, if they were going to do one, they would be probably the exception to the rule, maybe, most likely. But, like, for example, there was, like, a, there was like a mobile one. It was a mobile gacha game, which is, like, those mechanics where, like, you get, like, a daily, like, you know, like, a chance at a rare item or whatever. Yeah. And, like, they took all the money, and they literally just shut down the service and ran with the money. And like legally, they were able to do that. They could just end it. They just shut down the service, took everybody's money and once they bought like bought into like oh yeah like like our pro our pro our our platform gonna be like really lucrative and everybody's gonna be able to get a share of the pie and then they just like oh yeah the game's not sustainable but we cut it and they just ran away with all the investment from the
1: NFTs. Also, this is a new technology. Like it's not. It's like birthing not, pains. Yeah, there's yeah. birthing pains. Like not all of us are gonna know what the fucking what the scam is gonna be, right?
0: It's gonna take a, a while before things like kind of. I think, yeah, until like it evens out. I'm not sure that's the right term, but stabilizes, I guess you could say. And then we'll see, like, hey, is there? what are the long-term repercussions of this? Mm-hmm. And then did these companies get it right early
1: on? Yeah, yeah. Because how how much worse is this than like micro, microtransactions? I, I think, can't think of anything where it's worse. Well,
0: that. microtransactions don't involve, like, speculating. Whereas I think NFTs, there is a margin of speculation on this thing's going to go up in value the intent of reselling microtransactions nfts are much more attractive because there are microtransactions you can continually resell they each the companies get a portion every time that thing that skin or whatever gets resold
1: i mean the the speculation is an interesting point but that already happens in real life
0: yeah but with a dlc you buy a microtransaction of like if i buy a character off call of duty i have that
1: character there's no like i can't resell it to try to make money i i it's See, a- that's what I like about NFTs. If they're telling me I can purchase a skin or like some type of character and I can resell it, why would I not? I think the odds of that of that being profitable
0: I mean that would work for someone who's like a streamer, where like, oh I get to have so and so's like skin that
1: I bought from them. Yeah. But I think for the average person, that's not gonna be the reality. No, but for me it's it's like I'm only gonna buy the stuff that I like. And if I get tired of it, I happen to be able to sell it. Right? I'm not like speculating, and I'm not like I see what I'm you. I'm not mean. hoarding shit like tr- this is gonna be valuable. This is gonna value like just for the sake of of you know assuming things are gonna get more valuable, so I have to fucking buy it now. Like I'm not that type of consumer.
0: Yeah, I think the idea is that it's kind of like not a pyramid scheme, but eventually somebody's gonna be left holding the bag. It's like
1: Pokemon cards. Like people just go buy fucking car- packets of cards, and they're like, we gotta get this shit because this shit might have that rare fucking card. And it's gonna go up in value because we've seen the Pokemon cards from like 10-20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same thing.
0: I think it's slightly different because that's physical.
1: But I'm
0: again, I'm not 100 percent sure if that's the issue, whether it's virtual or physical. I don't know if that's the actually issue. But that's I, I don't know. You see, that's different because then the the cards exist. <sighs> okay, that's a tough one for me. I don't know. I th- I feel like I feel like I lost like I lost the story here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're like we're Will just throwing shit at the wall right now. I feel like I'm diving so I just further. I want to know like where it goes. I'm not trying to get to like a specific. Point. I feel like
0: I'm diving down like a dark mine shaft, and it's now I can't see my hand in front of my face anymore, and I don't even. I I did go back up because I don't know <laughs> how to get out of this. But long story short, the video game industry does not like the concept of NFTs, and they thought they were victorious. They thought like there was enough pushback, and it's like nope. We're still gonna try, well, and um, then
1: that's just making people angry. Kind of the point of this is going back to what's his name that created his company in mind with NFTs in mind, Michael Mumbauer. Yeah, and I don't know what his angle is if it's any different than like he Obi said side. they're gonna
0: explain more of that stuff as they get closer to the game's release. I like how you
1: do the little rainbow sign. I do like. the hand thing, like yeah, I I gesticulate a lot. So what? Gesticulate, just the gestures. Way. Yeah, it's a- all right. It sounds, does it sound weird to you? It's an emote. We call them emotes,
0: not emotes. Alright. I can't do it. I can't like an emote in real life. it. let's move on, shall we? Something that's a little less confusing. Well, maybe that's not true. Less confusing. PSU or PlayStation Underground says PS5 shipments to increase as chip and component shortages reportedly ease. Written by Michael Herodance. Herodance is a cool name. Sony is set to see a much-needed increase in PS5 shipments worldwide as ongoing chip and component shortages have reportedly started to ease, according to a new report. The report claims that PS5 should start to see a noticeable increase during the second half of 2022 and 2023. Sony's latest home console has been plagued by semiconductor shortages since launch in November 2020, an issue that has also affected Xbox Series X and S supplies globally. This has resulted in both consoles being in short supply at retailers with only sporadic restocks appearing, which would promptly sell out. Many major tech companies have painted, they put pained, betting is painted, a grim picture, pained a grim, painted a grim picture on the chip chipage plaguing consoles, with Intel CEO commenting earlier this year that the issue will continue into 2024. Prior to that, Nvidia said in November 2021 that the, that the problem would continue into this year which has sadly been the case. The PS5 was released in November 2020 in the US, UK, Europe, and other major regions and has now sold over 20 million units worldwide. Johnny, are you excited about the prospect of possibly getting a PS5 at some point later this year or next year?
1: I guess it depends on God of war.
0: If, you, if a lot of war comes out this year, is that going to expedite your acquisition of a PS5?
1: I'm not sure because i'm a i'm a consumer and when it comes to gaming i'm pretty patient so i don't feel like i have to purchase something like fucking immediately especially because i have this giant fucking backlog of other games i can play that are at a lower price right now you know i love got a war but got a war i might end up buying it at like 45 yeah
0: i keep thinking about this every now and then. this just thought comes out to my head like like COVID has really affected like every single aspect of life, like even long. I mean, it's not over technically, but like even long after the it's initial, over. even long after the initial outbreak. I guess you can call it right. Twenty nineteen, yeah, twenty nineteen. Three years, almost, almost three years later at this point, and like we're still feeling the outward repercussions. I mean, we're seeing like things with the gas prices and manufacturing and. Obviously, the war in Ukraine is kind of doing that too. But like, the ripple effects of like these components and those factories making the components like shutting down for a while and now back in production. And I'm just thinking about like, it's so it's very convenient right now that there's no like what I would consider major PS5 killers like software wise. Mm-hmm. Like I like I told your brother. Your brother called me earlier this week, and he asked, hey, like, hey Andy. I'm like yes, Joe, Josie. He's Josie. That's the name. He's like, he's like, oh, I have a chance to get a PS5, but like, is it worth it right now? And I was like, honestly, Joss, like right now, probably not right now. In about a year, I would say yes, it would definitely be worth it next year. And we're going to get into that because you're going to talk to us about the 2023 slate. I think games. that was a bad call. For him or for me?
1: Well, for you, for you, it's a good call. For him, it's a bad call. Because he hasn't played PS4 like in a decade. So there's a lot of shit to catch up on.
0: I didn't know that. He didn't tell me that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I understand. But there's so many games he hasn't played. Fucking Spider-Man, God of War, The Last of Us. Like he hasn't played I, any of that. I shit. assumed he had a PS4. Percent and of plenty of those games are close or already have a PS5 iteration Equivalent. of that. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Well, I told them, like like right now. I mean, there's nothing that you can't play right now
1: on PS4 that's on PS5 that matters. Yeah. If he had a PS4, that would make sense. But is if if he doesn't have either PS, he should have got the PS5. I didn't know that. I
0: just, I, I didn't know he didn't have a ps I assumed he would have a PS4. I just assumed he did. No, it's easy I have to his PS4. Oh, that's
1: that, right. That that's PS4 right. is his. So, so there's a backlog that he has to catch up for everything to make sense. Because, like, how's he going to play Ragnarok without the latest God of War? The previous one, right? He's a God of War fan, if I remember, kind of. So, he needs to catch up on those. And not just that. Like, we don't know when he's going to f- come across another PS5 cuz he came across it probably because of his his job, right. I'm assuming. But I don't know if he's looking at it. like every time we go, I've never seen a PS5 in the wild, dude. Like if I go to Walmart or fucking a fucking store at a, at the mall, like I've never seen one. I've never PS5. seen one in the wild. I've either. gone to GameStop, I've never seen one. Yeah. So it's just going to be a question of is he going to get a PS5 when he actually wants one? You know? Right. So that's what you are saying.
0: Yeah, I, I told them, I guess you're better off just flipping it, which mm-hmm. I think he already did. So Probably. so there you have it. So that's what I told them. But yeah, I think right now if you don't have a PS5, you're not missing that much, honestly. Like I told Johnny, I'm going to start Death Stranding on PS5. There's a PS5 version. But also, guess what? There's also a PS4 version of the game too. That's,
1: no, I guess that's great
0: though. There's a PS4 version of Forbidden West. There's a PS4 version of Resident Evil A. There's like all these games. I think the only one you can't play would be Returnal. And Ratchet and Clank, the new one, and that's and the Dark Souls remake, obviously. Uh-huh. Those three are the main ones that stick out in my head. Everything else is, I think, at this point, worth waiting for. You don't really need a PS Five right if at you this. You already moment. have a PS Four. If thank you, Johnny. Thank you. If you already have a PS Four, you don't need a PS Five right now. This time next year, I think I will be seeing a different song. I think you will want a PS Five by this time, 360, 365 days from now. We're gonna get into all the games that are coming out next year pretty soon. Um, so yeah, Johnny, what do you think? Do you think what do you think about this shortage or this uh, supply increase? Are you gonna wait till things cool off too, or are you gonna? Oh, you said it depends on God of War, right? That's what you said.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's where we are with that then, Johnny. Johnny, quickly, he, what was the name of the article that you wrote? You sent me about the 2023 looking stacked because off the top of my mind, I sent it to you. I. Cannot for the life of me remember was it wasn't the is was it push square no it wasn't the push square was it the nope wasn't that one no. oh yeah it is the push square one the okay Let me look up real quick give me a moment
1: Johnny how are you feeling um good is your throat dry? no that's a weird question
0: well because we've been talking for a while so I thought maybe you would feel a, a little, a little dehydrated, dehydrated with the summer with the summer heat. No. It's kind of humid, isn't it? Which is weird for the desert. It's been humid.
1: This is bad for Cali. Like, this is whatever. It's humid? like 75 outside, right? The humidity? No, just the temperature.
0: Here it is. From Push Square, written by Robert Ramsey. It says, the PS5, PS4 release schedule in 2023 is officially ridiculous. I didn't know we made that official. I didn't know there was a governing body that officially declares games ridiculous but here we are since final fantasy 7 rebirth was revealed just a few days ago complete with a winter 2023 release window and it got us thinking just how stacked is 2023 for ps5 and ps4 gaming the answer extremely to the point where if the majority of these launch targets hold we could be looking at one of the strongest years in playstation history no seriously have a look at this list most of these games don't have release dates yet by the time of writing, they're all penciled in for 2023. Johnny, take a deep breath. Let's look at this list. Dead Space, January. Yes. Resident Evil 4, March. Yes. Trails to Azor, which is one of these uh, uh, Legends games. Uh, 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 Trails games. Early 2023. Final Fantasy sixteen, Summer 2023. Final Fantasy seven Rebirth, Winter 2023. Alan Wake 2, 2023 blasphemous 2 that's an indie game 2023 eoden chronicle 100 heroes that's a game i'm really looking forward to myself next year 2023 Etern Knights, that was in the state of play the really anime looking game with the couple do you remember that one with like the purple like the weird purple lights and stuff it was like the anime looking like shaded in it okay that's next year grand blue fantasy that's a fighting game that comes out next year exo primal that was from the
1: expo what i'm kind of curious about this game really yeah it's not. It's nothing like Dino Crisis, but I'm. It, yeah, it doesn't. It, might be fine.
0: it doesn't scream to me like Johnny game. So that's next year. Layers of Fears, which I, I I still don't know if it's a remake or a sequel. Is this the stop motion looking thing? No, that's the slides. No, Layers of Fear is a horror game. Okay. Marvel Spider Man Two. I forgot that oh, comes out next year. Yeah. Persona Three Portable. I have, that game already came out though. Persona Four Golden. Mm-hmm. Eh, that game already came out. Pragmata supposed to come out next year. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, next year. Street Fighter VI, obviously. When I'm saying next year, it's because there's no month, okay? Next year. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, 2023. uh, The Plucky Squire. Have you seen that game, Johnny? That game looks really, really cool. It's next year. The Wolf Among Us 2, next year. Trails into Riveri, another Trails game next year. And then Woe Long Fallen Dynasty, that one game you said looked interesting, and then it wasn't interesting, also next year. So that's a lot of stuff for PlayStation says geez and the thing is more games will be added to this list over the next several months and beyond this is far from finalized there are heavy hitters in abundance many of which are skipping last-gen consoles entirely like Dead Space Resident Evil 4 Final Fantasy 16 Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth Alan Wake 2 Marvel Spider-Man 2 Pragmata Star Wars Jedi Survivor Street Fighter 6 and so you see this time next year Johnny you want to have a PlayStation 5 yeah if you want to play any of these games because they're skipping like next last
1: gen so that is pretty stacked and very stag and there's still stuff we don't even know about exactly so those are eight games to me where i'm like i got i gotta fucking play this and that doesn't include the shit that hasn't been revealed right mm. um imagine that's... they do another frost punk only on next year yeah i might end up having a game every fucking month well we, yeah it's
0: possible just because they're very vague about these release windows other than 2023 yeah it's pretty stacked. this isn't even mentioning the stuff that's not just playstation exclusive either like uh like uh Starfield and uh whatchamacallit on Game Pass, um Callisto Protocol and all those other stuff. Mm. Oh no, Callisto's this year. What was the other game that got pushed
1: back? Redfall. Redfall
0: is that the one? Redfall got pushed back. With uh with Starfield? Yeah. Okay. So there's all those other games too that like if you're someone who has more than one console, more than just a Playstation, like there's even more things for you to be on the lookout for. So uh, better start serving up those bucks, people. See they
1: did not even include um the last of Us factions well because we still don't that's coming out next year
0: is it for sure
1: oh okay yeah you're right yeah you're right it's
0: not even in here interesting all right johnny
1: what have you been playing well i gotta ask you first Uh, okay what have i been playing how does it feel being part of the prestigious Group known as the Jagoffs. Oh God, I don't know. i still trying to figure out why you named it that. I didn't name it that. Okay, I did. Oh, it's our it's our initials. Exactly, that's right. Joe, Andrew, Johnny, Gianni. I guess right. But doesn't it have this feel like a special uh, secret special ops team like Delta Force? Because it's abbreviated. Yeah, I guess because it's like I abbreviated, but yeah, like the the. It's like an acronym, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like we, we need some type of logo for that one, too. I already have the tagline. All right, so for those, what those is of the you... What is the tagline?
0: Those of you who are confused, it's just a messaging group that, we, that Johnny and I made with our cousin Joe, where it's just Joe, Andrew, Gianni, Jag. And I don't know, like, this is just some message group that we have, and that's the name that Johnny told our cousin joe to put so that's what the name is it's group he put jag i don't know why offs
1: offs i don't know you don't seem too content with our with our group it's fine it's just i don't know i even have a tagline for it what's a tagline it's a uh, the few the proud the well endowed. the what the well endowed
0: well endowed
1: <laughs> oh god no <laughs> the few the proud the well endowed oh boy okay you don't seem too proud andrew it's just it's just
0: nonsense to me it's funny but it's just nonsense all right what have you been watching playing which one are you asking what have you've been playing all right so um uh last earlier this week i finished playing uh jurassic world evolution 2
1: is that the one where you control the park yes yes pretty cool graphics are whack though
0: yeah, yeah it's, it's, I, I, it, yeah, it's not exactly going to win Cinematics awards. Yeah, right is now.
1: that part two? Yes. Okay, because I only played part one. But part two, the graphics didn't live up to what I was hoping for. You
0: played the first one? Yeah.
1: Did you finish it? Or would no, you? Oh, I forgot. Oh, I played it on uh, PlayStation Plus. That's why.
0: Oh, okay, the second one's on Game Pass. That's how I played it on Game Pass. Uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, what you it's set between uh, Fallen Kingdom and Dominion. Where mm-hmm. like you're the campaign at least you play, you play the campaign mode because there's like another mode where you play like the legacy mode which is where you revisit all the previous movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you basically are in charge of like the situations that happen during the movies. I played the campaign mode which is basically like set between the last two movies. Yeah, And it's like all the dinosaurs are across all of North America and like you're in charge of like going to like there's like five main like campaign levels. And you have to, like, establish parks for capturing and, like, taking care of all these dinosaurs. So, like, the first level is, like, in Colorado or something. And it's, like, hey, like, create this – no, I'm sorry, not the first level. first level is, like, in Utah or Arizona. I forget which one. It's, like, hey, like, we have dinosaurs running around across North America. We need to find a way to, like, establish, like, a reserve or a reservation for them Mm -hmm. so they're not attacking people in cities. So, like, you, like – they give you, like, a certain amount of funding – And with that funding, you have to, like, build, like, the enclosures and, like, the facilities of the park. So, like, you'll build, like, little cages or enclosures. Then you have to, like, send out a team to, like, tranquilize the dinosaur. Then you have to send out another team to pick up the dinosaur and drop them off in the enclosure. Do you see any of this? Yeah. You can actually take over, like, in first-person view. Oh, okay. So, like, say, like, oh, here's a dinosaur running around. Like, you can go into first-person view as a helicopter and then, like, lean out of, like, the window with, like, the side with, like, the rifle and, like, like, tranquilize them. In first-person mode. That's cool. It's cool, but it's also very repetitive. So I just... I eventually just did the auto-assign thing where the AI does it for me. Yeah,
1: I like the premise. I just feel like the mechanics were a little a little underwhelming.
0: So I never played the first one, but one of my friends played the first one and the second one. He said the second one basically improves every aspect of the first game.
1: Uh, yeah, I was going to say, since I haven't played the second one, but there's some assumptions I have. Well, things that I would have done there that would have been awesome were like the uh like the roller coaster ish tycoon aspect of it about it because in, in tycoon that's like the free play mode basically yes the yeah. free the free, free play portion yeah so you build the infrastructure uh-huh. that's awesome like building all the buildings and like saying oh this dinosaur is going to go in this enclosure etc yeah. et like and then there's the people you have to manage because i'm assuming you got to manage like what they eat and stuff too right the dinosaurs yeah but the people too no i don't remember that so they don't go that in depth into that no
0: all right if from what I understand it's been like simplified but also like the parts that were like not great in the first
1: one were like improved in this one because what i think i would you done... have to
0: like rest your scientists though like your scientists like if they have like too much work then you have to like let them like rest and go to sleep basically and when, like they're resting like they're not getting stuff done you're kind of just like paying them to not do anything but if they're overworked like if your scientists are overworked then like all the thing everything they do they do it
1: poorly so what about the killing stuff
0: that does still happen dinosaurs break out of their enclosures and then they go on a, and like if they're carnivores they'll most than like, more than likely attack people
1: and eat them <laughs> but it feels very pg right
0: you don't it is not graphic it's not
1: graphic yeah i feel they
0: like, like i think the only graphic ones are like when the um i remember they call it begins with the D. the ones with the frills and they spit spit acid yeah those when those get out they like they intentionally go after people and like just claw them and attack them and eat them It'd be cool
1: if they have a PG version of it and then the DLC gives you like the graphic stuff.
0: There is DLC for like, it. Like you
1: just slap on the DLC and it gives you the fucking blood. I'm sure. Gives you well, the, it's on Game Pass. So I'm sure. Mauling.
0: Yeah, it's on PC. I'm sure you can. Like, That's probably like a mod or something for like more graphic. Oh, okay. That's pretty dope. I'm sure that it's probably a mod out there for that. But See,
1: uh... what what would have been cool is not only that you develop the the infrastructure and the building and stuff, but what if you're able to make tracks and then you put like the green jeep? and you can get into your jeep and then you see fucking all the dinosaurs pop out of the out of the sides of the road or you get into the little ball and then the ball they're like interacting with i dinosaurs in the fucking open you're talking about like
0: the little, little spheres that move around the little glass the one? spheres and the jeeps yeah i didn't see spheres but i did see jeeps because you have to use those jeeps for like exploration mode and for like other
1: kind of things
0: but it's not on rails like you're thinking of like the first movie where like they're like
1: like like a roller like a theme park yes. thing. it's not quite like that yeah, yeah that well that's what i was saying about the roller coaster thing like you can build a roller coaster yeah. but there's actually like a lot of shit going on on the coaster obviously right Right. so if they would have done that i, I would have been like really impressed the
0: thing yeah the thing with this game is it's structured more like a wildlife preserve than like a theme exactly park. yes yeah yeah so it's not it's not like themed that way but then like you get more funding, like if you had to, you had to be like these observational, like little view things, mm-hmm. like where like people can see things, and like, like the more dinosaurs you can fit within the view of the observation, like the more money you get because more people are enjoying like the preserve kind of thing.
1: Yeah,
0: and then so you use those funds to like, like for example, there's like a part where like one of the dinosaurs I bring in has like an unknown disease, mm-hmm. and it's like, what's wrong with the dinosaur? I don't know. It's spreading to the other dinosaurs, and so then I have to like develop the science c- t- crew. Okay. To figure out like medical stuff. Like, okay, go and then you have to you have to go in with the Jeep like yourself, like you drive it in there. Okay. And then you take out you have to get close enough and like, observe the dinosaur, and then that's how your team figures out, oh, like they have rabies or something. That's what it, that's what happened with one of my raptors. They had rabies. That's why I kept breaking out attacking people because they're just like very feral. hmm More so than usual. And so like, okay, now you have to like assign one of your scientists to develop a rabies vaccine. And it's like, okay, like, okay, now like inoculate that dinosaur. And it's like, okay, now future dinosaurs won't get rabies. They've been all rabies proofed it's like, cool. It's like, oh, this one you brought in has a broken fracture. It's a minor fracture, but if you leave it alone, it's going to become a major fracture. And then that dinosaur will die and you'll lose funding. It's like, oh my God. So it's like, you're like trying to put out all these fires. Like your, your team, you have to like assign teams. Cause you're not, cause it's like a tycoon game, right? Like you're on And above. you're tight
1: on scientists.
0: Yeah. There's only a limit of how many scientists you can hire. Yeah. And so you're like trying to put out all these fires. I got part where I was like really frustrated because the same dinosaurs kept freaking breaking out of the same enclosure. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I realized that like, their comfort, like their comfort level, was low, because I forgot to give them water, and that was on me. I forgot to put a source of water in their enclosure, mm-hmm. so they kept breaking out out of thirst. And so once I put that, they were like 100 happy and like, okay, we're good. I don't have to worry about them anymore. And so like you, like great, you completed this part. Like this park is up and running. There's no issues. Let's move on to like the next part. So that's what the comp- campaign is. Is you're kind of like filling in the gaps of what happens between the last two movies that came out and stuff. Like as you make your way across North America mm-hmm. and then like towards the end of the campaign, they introduced the thing where like, uh, like, Oh, like that's like leading up to like, uh, Dominion with like, Hey, there's stuff going on with like the crops and stuff or something like that. And like, that's the, like where Dominion like begins basically. So it's, it's, I enjoyed it. It's, I haven't played a management, like sim tycoon gaming, in easily since like over 15 years ago i don't really play that kind of game that much that's not really my thing Mm -hmm. but i was curious enough where i'm like it's on game pass again this is one of the cool things about game pass is that's a game i normally would not play because i wouldn't go out of my way to buy it but because it's on game pass i'm curious enough to like okay let me try it out and i end up really enjoying it so i'm glad i got to play it it's fun is it for everybody probably not is it for people who like dinosaurs? Absolutely. Is it for people who want to kind of be play God? I guess you can say and control your own like
1: dinosaurs. Can you make your own dinosaur?
0: I think you can.
1: Mm. No, no, be, no, 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 no. See, You can I don't
0: think you can make your dinosaur, but you can make variations of dinosaurs. We could add like traits to them. I want a stegosaurus with eight legs. That sounds like needlessly uncomfortable. And why? I don't know. Like it's gonna trip over itself. I don't know if that body's
1: designed for eight legs. It's very heavy. Yeah, you gotta design it. You go into there and the DNA, you into the DNA, you splice it.
0: If you want a game like that, Johnny, you should play Spore. Spore is kinda like that. It's made yeah. by the same guy who made the Sims. I like I've played it. Spore it's an older game, but you can Wasn't design it. Is mobile? There's a mobile version. Yeah. But there's also a console version where you can make aliens basically. A long neck with five heads. Why not? Five necks. Five like King heads. Ghidorah from like freaking yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> Make them shoot lightning from their mouths. Anyways, uh, so besides that, I also played... uh, I completed Jurassic World. That took me like six hours, maybe. It's not that long. The campaign's not that long. Mm -hmm. I messed around with the free play mode where you are designed to make like a more theme park kind of thing where you are supposed to just generate revenue.
1: Are the themes all the same, though? So, like, bright blue skies.
0: No, the settings are different. No, no, one of my parks got destroyed by a tornado. Okay. uh, Which... Sucked because I destroyed almost all the enclosures and wrangle all the dinosaurs. and put them back. That took me like an extra thirty minutes, I think, to just get them. I had to like like put them all to sleep so I could like transport them. So like all over the park, you just see dinosaurs just sleeping on pathways. Like, <laughs> like okay, we gotta transport them back to their pens. But yeah, the game it's it, it's the kind of game that would be fun with more people. I, I think. think it needs
1: like a very good um, protagonist.
0: You're kind of a nameless person. And he's an
1: Australian guy. Like, like... And uh... he's an Australian guy. He's always on a fucking mission. He's always down for... Like Crocodile Dundee or something? exactly, yeah. We need that guy.
0: Or Steve Irwin? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cracky. I I guess that would be interesting. Isn't that kind of what Owen's character, Chris Pratt's character is? He's kind of like that in the movies. He's a raptor trainer, but he's also, like... He's he's down to get down with the dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, but I mean... He even has,
0: like, the clothing kind of like that and everything. For
1: the game... Since the game it feels vanilla is the thing, the game isn't gory, so I think it should go in the direction of some comic relief.
0: I think they went PG13 on purpose for sales reasons, I think, just like how the movies are never rated R for the same reason. Hmm. So anyways, uh, okay, so I completed that game that was fun. and then I moved on. right now I am playing um shoot oh. I finished Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Church Revenge. Played mm-hmm. with my friends, Omar and Priscilla and Brandon. Uh, we played as all four turtles, the four main turtles. Okay. And we completed the game. Took us about, I want to say a combined three hours maybe. There's like 15 levels. Each level is about 10 minutes or so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I did the math right, honestly. But it felt like... Wait, about 15
1: hours? I thought it was three hours.
0: 15 levels. I oh, okay, okay. So 15 levels. Each level is about 10 to 12 minutes. So about combined three hours more, give or take.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, very easy game to pick up. Very easy to pick up. Hard to master. Like you your character, is level, your turtles level up. They get new abilities. They get new like stat boosts, permanent stat boosts and stuff. So it's the kind of game that's designed to be replayed more than once. Mm-hmm. And because it's not like a coin-op game, it's not egregious where like you can tell like coin-op games are designed to get coins out of you because they make things extremely hard for no reason or like unavoidable attacks like everything's telegraph like when you fight bosses whether it's bebop or rock steady or like they
1: have a load period
0: slash no they do they they do telltale movements where like they'll like maybe they'll tuck in their head Mm -hmm. or they'll do like right before they do like a big attack or something so if you face them long enough you get to pick up on like the little nuance of like oh he's about to do this like go to the corners or or get out of the way or like there's a trajectory sometimes kind of thing so it's pretty fun i enjoyed it a lot um our cousin Joe t- reached out to tell us, us about it in the Jagoffs group. That's how the group started, right? I think he messaged us about it.
1: I think that's how it began.
0: He, I think he called the the group like Duo
1: Sense and Joe at first. Right? Well, I was gonna start the group initially, and I was like, "What do I name this shit?" And then Joe started it with Duo Sense and
0: Joe, and then you changed it to Jagoffs. Well,
1: I told him like, "Hey, I want to use the acronyms, but I couldn't think of anything better than the Jagoffs." Gag, gag, no, Jack. Yeah, you're right. You're right and so he yeah he told us about how much he enjoyed the game and i think
0: it's a really good game honestly and i'm i again played it on game pass because i otherwise probably wouldn't have played it. i'm not the biggest turtles fan i wouldn't have gone out of my way to buy it so game pass is the it's the best deal in gaming that keeps on giving for me at least in my point of view and yeah enjoy that and i'm playing oh uh no i already told you about division two like two weeks ago I haven't i haven't gotten any further i haven't gotten any further That's about it right now, that's all. I'm about to start Fire Emblem Three Houses, that's like an old Nintendo game. Mm -hmm. I just got that over the weekend, I mean, over the week, but that's where I'm at, so. Yeah, Johnny, what have you been playing,
1: if at all? Nothing. Dang. Yeah, no new games, None of that right now. How are going to be on this podcast and not play something, Johnny. How? Well, um, you know, like I've said, I'm in this weird transition where I'm like kind of done with the PS4. There's a few things I still want to play, mm. but then the controller, it's like... Uh, I forgot. Sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I uh, What was I telling you I was using the PS4 controller for?
1: Uh, we'll sort that out later.
0: Oh, that's right. I was playing... Thank you. You're right. Star Wars Squadron in the VR. I told you, right? I'm in that weird place where after seeing Top Gun...
1: Oh yeah yeah. And after
0: playing uh, or after Star Wars celebra- after watching Kenobi and all this, I'm in that Star Wars aviation headspace. Yeah. And that's where Star Wars Squadrons and VR like lines up perfectly. Uh-huh. Loving that game so much. Again, I talked about the frame rates being really bad. Yeah. Still playing that. I'm about halfway through the campaign. I'll probably have it finished by the next time we record.
1: That's no, cool. I'm not I'm not really tripping. It's
0: So then I can I can I'll give you the PS4 controller then. <laughs> What's the issue with the, the controller you have? Because I have another one, but it's the L two button doesn't work that well. Do you need that button?
1: Uh, that's the shoot button. That's that, not the aiming button. Wait, which one? L two. Yeah, that's the aiming button. Oh no, Joe said he was gonna like uh try to help me out with that because I don't like I'm not gonna buy a control. Like if you guys let me borrow. It's really too expensive right now. It's like seventy bucks yeah, for a PS four fucking twelve old you, you know twelve year old console. Yeah, so I'm 70. not gonna like keep it. I, you guys, when I'm done with it, you guys yeah. are getting it back. Yeah. Um, unless you buy like a third party, like one of those, like, but that's the thing. I got the third party, and now I don't want to get another one because it failed on me. Like, like, what's that one called? What's that popular brand?
0: Like something cat cat?
1: I don't know. You're talking about right as like with the paw, wild cat. Mm-hmm. No, you're not but, talking about right, but that's what we're still looking at like 60 bucks, right probably yeah, yeah the yeah. aftermarket stuff it's it's cool like everything is great uh-huh. except the batteries don't last too long and then shit starts okay so the control like when i'm playing something it'll mm-hmm. start doing this thing where the character like starts stuttering
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: like like the button is pressed but it's not and it, it'll just fucking stutter it does that my and P- the gun is like up and down my ps3 controllers do that now uh, all right
0: yeah they do that now i know what you're talking about
1: yeah and then the thing won't hold the charge our cousin
0: off. Joe, our cousin Joe, told us that he's, there's some place in LA he goes to repair his controllers. Ah, uh, no wonder, because he said he said he had like ten controls.
1: I was like, wow, how does he have ten controls? he messing up. But were they just aesthetically different?
0: I think I imagine so. Hmm. But uh, yeah, and Gavin too, with something. Might have to talk to him about fixing those, or if he knows someone who does it for the cheap. But
1: uh, no, well, anyways, whatever. Uh, what have you been watching?
0: I re I finished Kenobi. And immediately after finishing Kenobi, I, wa- I watched A New Hope, which is what Kenobi leads into. What? Yeah, well, it was yesterday, and like the way Kenobi kind of enhances everything in A New Hope is like really cool. Really, do- I think we kind of talked about this earlier today, but
1: yeah, there's not a whole lot to say. I think the show is just whatever. Uh, Kenobi is a little bit too OP at the end. There is a there's a there's an issue with power
0: creep where like we see them go like anime as hell. Yeah, and it's like how do you do that? Which honestly I don't mind, but I do mind that. For story purposes, it makes A New Hope seem weird, because in A New Hope they're old and slow and like not moving anywhere near as like fast and quick and fluid, even though it takes place like ten years later. So that's an issue. But I, as an overall, I think Kenobi does the great job of kind he of he went
1: fucking a, super saiyan on him.
0: Yeah, making the ground break open yeah. and
1: making like just bashing. Like, there should have been rocks. a scene where he just turns all gold and. <laughs> Uh, it would have made goal. more sense yeah <laughs> it was a little heavy handed i loved
0: it man it was like fan servicey but like in the best way like and then okay. like at the end his hello there like he does the hello there we see spoilers obviously spoilers uh you see
1: qui-gon my boy qui-gon i brought up uh See Ta- Tatooine? Why did you say that didn't make sense?
0: No, I didn't say it didn't make sense. I said that Tatooine is like that one place that we constantly see, even though we're tired of it. Where I saw a meme where it was like this old work, like this employee out back of a restaurant with like smoking a smoking break, uh-huh. and like above her it says like Tatooine after carrying the franchise for forty years. Yeah, where it's like, okay, guys, we get it. Like, let's move on from Tatooine. I don't want to see more Disney live action shows on Tatooine. Like, we're done with the desert. We're done. Where do you want to go? Somewhere that's not Tatooine. That also means not Jakku either. The other desert planet. Don't go there. Don't say, oh, this isn't Tatooine. This is Jakku, right? It's so the other desert planet. Don't do that. Don't do that. Give us something new. Give us something vibrant. Give us some lush environments or some
1: urban environments. Then. Las Vegas.
0: We already have that just with Kanto. That's Kanto Bite from Last Jedi. Remember the gambling planet?
1: Yeah, but that was just a tiny ass scene.
0: They could do that again. Imagine. I would love a like a Disney live action Star Wars show that's like just about like regular people
1: what about uh like a
0: city of life in, in a regular like coruscant or something
1: what about some uh, like the ewoks planet
0: endor so what it is yeah endor? it's endor i don't care about ewoks you can't have a main character who's just a little teddy bear That's... no but i mean the planet like
1: like redwoods type of shit
0: oh like we're trying to colonize it or something or trying to
1: establish an outpost or something well fan fiction what would be what character in what location
0: I don't know. I Definitely not Endor. I'm like, I'm not gonna... You give me all this rich universe to play with you put me on a forest planet? Like
1: Maybe uh, an underwater planet. Oh, I hate underwater. no. I don't either. But don't if either. they got like a city underwater...
0: We have that with uh, know, Naboo. Remember? Where Jar Jar's from? Those bubble things? The bubble like city underneath? But well, we haven't done much of it. No, true. True, this we planet. haven't. Probably because it's too expensive CGI-wise to do anything with it. Uh, they use plenty of CGI backgrounds, true. But imagine doing that for an entire show; that would just like destroy the budget.
1: No, I don't think it's going to be like Waterworld. Like, show a lot of dry passages. Uh, city underwater is just the big long shots, and then some action scenes that involve water, but not, not like ninety percent water. Maybe like forty percent water. Forty percent water. Yeah, something like that. I guess that'd be interesting,
0: sort of. This is okay. So, I, I actually, funny enough, I actually wrote an article about this about Disney Star Wars live action shows I would want to see. Yeah. So there's th- two main ones. There's three actually I wrote. I'm to write. I'm gonna tell you about the two main ones I think you can relate to more. I want a crime thriller
1: where we Wait. have what? Go ahead. Why'd you interrupt? Because that's supposed to be Boba Fett.
0: No, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. More like Dexter. Have you seen the show Dexter? No. Kind of like a James, like kind of like a Sherlock Holmes More, uh, Moriarty kind, Doctor Moriarty kind of situation, where we have a killer protocol droid, which is C3PO is a protocol droid by the way, who murders like aliens and other people, but like no one suspects it's the droid that's calm and polite. And, like you have like a Jedi, a Jedi investigating the murders, and he's like sensing for evil, or he's sensing for something, but he doesn't realize that it's a droid because droids don't give off. Like signatures there's no like aura there's no like they're not living so okay, you have he's an okay. so he's no no, just a droid not an android android implies like they're a human looking or something like humans with like
1: wait so you can't tell he's
0: no it's a protocol droid like what C3PO is imagine a C3PO who like secretly like killing people but you can't like you can't like do the mind thing because it's a machine it's uh-huh. not like a living person so you can't uh-huh. do like the like it's not gonna if it's like if he's breathing calmly or like uh, like a lie detector test is not gonna work on a droid because so
1: it's... he's a Sith droid.
0: No, I was thinking like what if it's just like he has like messed up programming like corrupted programming.
1: Ah, he's a psycho droid. Yes, he's a glitch, and he's just going
0: droid. around. And it's like make that like make that story for like a Star Wars like live action show or like, and then like little by little like the Jedi's like wait a minute like these aren't just random like the, all these victims are like related to each other in some way like like that would be such a compelling show to do i think with the star wars
1: universe i don't know how to not i love that idea thank you thank you but i don't know how to not say this like not offensively do you think that's too big brain for like the disney audience no i don't think so i think the because
0: the star i mean, War- I mean
1: that because it's like so pg you know
0: no it's oh I see what you mean no because it doesn't have to be a little like grotesque I think you can show blood like after the fact you just can't show blood being spilled like let's say like let's say the droid strangles somebody or he has like weapons like hidden within like his compartments and stuff I was thinking of that like what if he takes a little screwdriver thing and or like a suppressor like a laser or something and it's like who did this like oh they left they didn't leave any fingerprints there's no like hairs it's like it's like oh that quiver. this is like they're a professional and really it's just like you're looking at you're like looking Same at time. the wrong like he's looking at the, all the wrong places kind of thing you know what I mean yeah. but then like the victims start to like pile up and it's like you put it all together like all these people are, are like connected somehow it's like like imagine like a poster board with little strings right connecting like the like the headshots of like the people
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then like by, like we find out that like, this droid does have like an agenda maybe it's like a group of people who like misused him in the past so what does the droid look like it looks like a C-3PO but it doesn't have to be gold it can be like, like okay so in Star Wars there's an assassination droid uh-huh. It looks just like C-3PO, but completely black. Okay. All the armor is black and the eyes are red. Uh-huh. But it looks just like C-3PO, like, like with a black skin, basically, and red eyes. Yeah. And his name is Triple Zero, zero zero zero, Triple Zero. And what he does is he's a protocol droid, so which is someone who, like, speaks languages and stuff like C-3PO. Mm-hmm. But he's also skilled in torture. And he works, and he is used by Darth Vader personally. That's his personal, like, I like kind of, like, information extractor for Rebels. Okay. It's in the comics. It's in the comics. So, if you don't read the comics, you probably will never meet Triple Zero. But, like, for example, Black Chrysanthemum, the black Wookiee, comes from the comics.
1: Uh, He's a Jedi, is he not?
0: No, Black Chrysanthemum, the big Wookiee, the Mouty Hunter. I don't
1: know. Because I was going to... From Boca Boba Fett. Because I was thinking as a good criminal, it might be a... Well, what's it? Fuck, I forgot the name. Uh, You just said it. Black Chrysanthemum? No. The Wookiee. Triple Zero? Wookie, because the wookiee is black chrysanthemum yeah but there's wookiee jedis and they've never gone to the dark side right i i i, I don't know well that would have been a twist yeah because i believe there's black Wookie. never mind
0: okay and so like triple zero is kind of like po or like i think that would be an interesting story where it's like like oh i got like, like like, we can't track this criminal because he doesn't do, like, the, the things, like, you know, where, like, an envi- environment comes in contact with somebody that always leaves some kind of tracing. Yeah. But it's a droid. Droids don't have hairs. They don't have fingerprints. They don't have shoe sizes, right? Like, all the traditional stuff that a, that a detective will look for, like, they can't find the crime scene. They become frustrated. Maybe he has, like, a rough work life uh, or life outside of work. and can, Just kind of, like, delve into, like, this kind of, like, cat and mouse. Like, that would be cool, I think.
1: For a Disney, for a Star Wars. I action. like it. I just wonder, like, what are going to be the opposite characters? Because if there's like, if there's like a disturbance in the force, is is C three PO on the other side going to be like, there's a glitch in the system? You
0: know no, because I mean? droids aren't don't show up in the force. They don't. They're not living, so they don't give off
1: like that kind of like aura. Like, what a. No, but who's going to figure out who's the uh, protagonist? Is what I'm saying. The
0: Jedi, the investigating oh, Jedi is the the... protagonist. All right. And the droid, well. The droid the droid is kind of like our main character. Because you
1: have to include droids on the opposite end. To What's me, the it's the opposite end. Like, there's a Jedi, but they need droid assistance. Oh. Because they can't detect them, like you said. Oh, like he has, like, a droid sidekick or something? Yeah, yeah. Like a Watson to his Sherlock. They companion? need some type of droid to tell him, like, hey, I found this. Can you analyze this? Or, like,
0: huh, like someone's messed with the camera feed or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, can oh. you hack
1: into that and give me the recordings, you know? Mm, yeah. So That'd be cool. It, I, I don't think it's just only Jedis can do that.
0: Yeah. And then the other idea that would be dope is, like, we have all these like crime like syndicates in star wars but we never see a show about them like like give us like like the let's think about the huts like where are the huts up to give us like that kind of like the wire or
1: like the
0: sopranos
1: version of star wars you know what'd be dope like your droid uh story because he's a fucking droid he has access to all these systems mm-hmm. and he can he can take over like like there's a Jedi, right? Oh. and then all of a sudden he, he a an droid
0: he activates the stove or something or no, like no, a no, car no. wash or... like
1: like the Jedi is gonna go to the place where he thinks he is uh-huh. and he's there, like he spots the droid, right? Turns and on the auto turrets or no, something. No, he takes over a fucking AT-AT. <laughs> That'd be badass dude. He takes over an ATAT or he I thought
0: it'd be like, what's that movie with Shia LaBeouf where like they're being tracked by like some like AI are trying to track an AI that's like trying U-Guy? to keep... Yeah, like that kind of thing? I forgot that song. Well, like, like AI can control, take over like the traffic infrastructure. Yeah, like and that. Yeah, that would if he was a super, it's hack- basically iRobot. It, yeah, uh, yeah. Essentially, is what I'm talking. Different at. plot point. No, but like the similar roles were like they're using the machines. To, like he can turn on anything that's connected to like the the AI or whatever. They can like turn on like when he turns on the bulldozer to start destroying the houses. Uh, yeah, 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 stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's my idea. That and I want a crime show with like the Huts or something, like The Sopranos, but as Star Wars. Like, oh, here's like here's you know, I don't know, Larry the Hutt or whatever, like or like or like you know. Some... So you wrote this out though. I wrote yeah, but I just wrote like a paragraph for each premise. So you didn't post this? Yeah, I did. Oh, right, I wrote it. It's a, uh, I wrote it as a uh, Star Wars Disney Plus shows that w- that would be really great. That's the title, something like that. Okay, I can't remember. It's on Geek News now. If anyone wants to look it up on GNN i wrote about that so those are the two main. there's a third one but i'm not gonna get into it really it's just i want to i want to show off of the old republic which is like all the cool stuff from like the bioware cgi stuff but mm-hmm. that's a side point uh johnny you know what time it is uh hold up um uh,
1: i gotta talk about what i've been watching oh i thought you did i'm sorry no, no. uh so i've been watching spiderhead have you seen the trailers for that? no it's pretty dope dude it's uh It's pure narrative, not a whole lot of action. But Chris Hemsworth, isn't it? Okay. And uh, the guy from the fucking guy from Top Gun. Tom Cruise. No, the guy behind Tom, his his co-pilot, Miles Teller. I think it's I don't know his name in real life, but the his co-pilot. From the original one, no, no, Anthony Edwards from Maverick. He doesn't have a co-pilot. I talk about uh, Miles Teller. Yeah, I just don't know his name in real life. Miles Teller is his real life. But what's his name in the movie? Oh, uh, Rooster? Yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds right. So Which, Rooster's in the film. The, the
0: son of his friend that died, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Miles Teller, okay. So
1: him and Chris Hemsworth are in the film. Um, is this the one that's about the making of the Godfather movie? No. Oh, okay, never mind. No, this takes place in a prison. Like, it's on the shore. It's a it's a It's like this compound. It's not that big, but it's i don't know a fucking acre or whatever and the uh, the premise is that there's prisoners right and the prisoners can go live out their prison in a like a regular prison or they can come to this location and they can free be free amongst other prisoners so they can walk around freely they can eat the shit that they want they can listen to music they can just try to live a normal life within this prison but the catch is they have this little device behind their back and in the device uh they put uh they put a like not chemicals well yeah chemicals but uh like medications behind them and the medications make them do different shit like uh there's one called uh Lafadil or something I think it's Lafadil and it just makes them fucking laugh uncontrollably right or it it's a truth serum or another one is another one that's uh gives them a phobia so like in one of the scenes there's a girl and she has a phobia of like this really ridiculous shit so, the premise is, come here, you can live out your prison, li- your prison life here in these conditions, but the catch is you got to take these medications. And it, that's where the whole plot is. Like, are you willing to medicate this person that maybe you really care about, you know? And then Chris Hemsworth is, like, it's not a spoiler, but he's like the head of the company. And he's trying to deceive the population of prisoners to do a certain thing. Hmm. you get me kind of um it's dope it's called spider head not a whole lot of action but it's great and mm-hmm. then the other thing i've been watching is uh love death and robots uh i fucking love this show i don't know i've been trying to convince Did the you third go-
0: season come out already
1: yeah it's already out oh, okay. uh is it better than the second one i think the first one's great it has 18 episodes the the season after that had i don't know like eight or something in the second season, I only like about three things, and the third season I think might end up being the best so far.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So they
1: found their like rhythm with it. Uh, yeah, I feel like they could have added more because it only has probably ten episodes. No, it has like nine episodes versus uh, eighteen. They went with quality over quantity. No, it was it was so. Oh, I think that was a thing. All right, hold that thought, John. Hold that thought. Well, anyways, got sidetracked for a minute. We're back. Uh, Yeah. Love, Death, and Robots. I love the show. Um, I've seen only three episodes for the new season. It's pretty much like an
0: anthology series like Twilight Zone, right?
1: Yeah. Well, you told me you recommended Star Wars uh, Legends to me because you said it was very similar to this. I've seen part of Star Wars Legends and... No, Visions. 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 And Love, Death, and Robots just fucking blows away Visions uh, uh, compared. Um, So, anyways... Uh, yeah, the latest episodes I saw was like there's this really dope one. It's with the zombies. It's a zombie outbreak, but the whole thing is in isometric view, so everybody's fucking tiny and they're getting attacked by zombies. That's funny. It's I great, see that. dude. And there's like a portion where you're where.
0: It sounds like a video game, kind of. <laughs> yeah,
1: everything is like Mad Max, and then people are creating their own vehicles, like with giant tires and bulldoze like a bulldozer in front. And then there's like a little car with flamethrowers and he's flamethrowing every little fucking zombie on the side of the street. It's amazing. Um, Yeah, it's been about three episodes I'm in, but greatest one so far. Um, So that's what I've been watching. You were going to ask me a question?
0: No, I was going to say because I I pull these Cokes from the freezer and like they're in that weird state where it's not completely frozen, but it's like liquid. It's like a slushy. And I need to figure out what this optimal temperature or time is because, like, it's really good. It's like an icy, like the like with the bears, but it's like a Coke icy. Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't explode. I don't either. know if yours is, like, more, like, as solid as mine is, but. That's what. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I said solid, not hard. That's what he said. Oh, I don't know if yours is as solid as mine. God, Johnny. Anyways, Johnny, I think you know what time it is, Johnny, don't you? Trivia time. It is time to name that game. I mean, I what did you think I was gonna say? Name that game is our newest segment that we have come up with, where we ask Johnny a series of five video game trivia questions. I know I said ten last week. I'm sorry, it's really five. I think ten is a bit too much for Johnny, especially right now with the heat and everything. Once you know, once the summer months cool down and we are the brain, the blood is flowing. And it's not so thick and it's a little thinner. We can ask him some more questions. Johnny, are you ready?
1: Nothing intense. I
0: I came up with five questions I think are more your level. Uh, I mean, I didn't make it super easy, but I don't don't think it's going to be like super head scratcher. Oh my God, let me like delve deep kind of stuff. So are you ready, Johnny?
1: Go for
0: it. Now remember, you always have the option. I'm giving you one lifeline where I can eliminate half of the wrong answers if you need that extra pick-me-up. Alright. You ready? Go for it. Here we go, Johnny. Five questions. First one. In the Resident Evil series, what color herb cures poisoning? Blue. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> you didn't even like hesitate. It was red, green, blue, and yellow. But yeah, blue is correct. Blue is the only one that cures poison. Very yellow? Yellow is in uh, some of the games when it's featured it's the one that increases your maximum health. So in Resident Evil Four, any herb you combine with yellow increases your maximum. Uh, Four is not my favorite, that's why. Yeah, it's also in um, one of the other spinoff Resident Evil games. I like
1: Four, but it's not my favorite. So you're not that excited about the remake? No, I'm super excited. Okay, I guess. Well, Four came out on PS what, Two, was it? In GameCube, came out on GameCube first. Actually. Maybe I played it on GameCube, and that's why I was frustrated. I doubt it, because I think you guys
0: had it on PS Two. I know your brother had it on PS Two growing up. Came out in 2004, just in case you forgot. Anyhow. Number two, Johnny. The PlayStation 1 started off as an add-on made in collaboration between Sony and what game company before becoming a standalone console? Nintendo. Okay, I need to calibrate these because clearly, Johnny, (laughs) Nintendo is correct. Uh, I was going to say Sega, Nintendo, or Microsoft or
1: Apple. But yeah, so for
0: those of you who don't know.
1: Oh, I forgot you had more. The PS1. You had more uh, to add. Okay, my bad.
0: Yeah, the PS1 uh, originally started off as a CD-ROM add-on for a Nintendo system, Uh and then Nintendo kind of ducked out of the deal, and Sony was left like, well, what do we do with this thing? like, well, I guess we might as well just make a game console, and history was made. So, good. Number three, Johnny. This one, okay, I think this is going to be a little harder, but not impossible for you. The original Smash Brothers, so the N64, features all of these as playable characters except for who? a julie puff b fox mccloud c captain falcon or d peach peach that is correct that's right peach is not in smash brothers 64 she does appear in the next one though melee the, one, the gamecube one you're right i really thought you were going to say like captain falcon or julie puff but no. i guess i guess yeah, your memory is good enough that you remember those characters so that's a good one number 4 johnny Crash Bandicoot used to be the mascot of the PS1 generation. Bandicoots belong to what animal group? A. Birds.
1: B. Marsupials. C. Canines. Or D. Felines. So I feel like I gotta give them more time, just so the audience can try to figure it out themselves. <laughs> I can always eliminate half of the wrong answers if you need. But the me. answer
0: is marsupial. That is correct, Johnny. That is correct. Marsupials. Very good which are native to mostly Australia and New Zealand. Good. Here, I think, okay, I I lied. There's six. I threw an extra one when I was thinking about halfway, okay? I lied. There's two more. Number five, which Metal Gear Solid game does not feature Solid Snake? A, Metal Gear Solid 1. B, Metal Gear Solid 2. C, Metal Gear Solid 3. Or D, Metal Gear Solid 4. Which one does not feature Solid Snake as we know them?
1: Oh, I see what you're
0: saying. Goddamn, what was 3?
1: Why am I forgetting 3? Wait, why why did 3 just only evaporate from my mind? 3 is snake eater. Mm Mm-hmm yeah oh yeah it was a big show yeah there's, it's kind of a little trick but it kind of depends so say does not feature who? Solid Snake the character Solid Snake
0: there's only one Solid Snake this one's sneaky
1: sneaky like snake some might say Yeah. okay you got me here it's it's either going to be two or four i you want to you want to eliminate half of those shit see the thing is i've played 1 2 and 3 to a great degree yeah and then 4 i played it at your place right and i just ran through it as as fast as possible i do remember that yeah so the thing is i think you beat it in one day actually um oh shit <laughs>
0: fuck there's another there's this another is why this was point. the last one I mean this is the last
1: one on purpose well until I added the other one but yeah alright so the thing fi- the thing is five Do you want me to read the question again no I got this kinda alright fuck <laughs> I'm gonna say two but it does feature snake it features snake but it mostly features Raiden is that your final answer Yes. That's incorrect, Johnny. Fuck. Your Solid
0: Three Snake Eater does not star Solid Snake. He's not stars even in big it. Boss. That's right, who is not Solid Snake. Yeah. Solid Snake doesn't even exist yet in Milgar Solid 3. Yeah, it's back in the eighties before fucking Before actually Probably it's in the late sixties. Late sixties actually. Early seventies. Yeah. It stars Naked Snake, who is technically the father of Solid Snake
1: yeah i can't believe you forgot that that for sure no 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 i was just getting my well i was getting my timelines fucked up because because okay i was very clear about this. this does not feature solid
0: snake that code name belongs only to one person solid snake
1: yeah but i thought you were trying to trick me with two because two obviously features raiden for the majority the... of the game okay
0: but that, was, that would be my question if like which game do you not play as a snake character then that would be different
1: yeah and then the thing with four is like are you gonna tell me that's big boss no because that's just fuck no 9. you play as solid snake yeah man. but you're old as fuck so it makes old you snake. feel like you're a fucking uh, well big boss.
0: the thing is you still got that one wrong i'm sorry johnny you're doing good you got four in a row that's better than last week that's week's. not good enough last time you only got two out of five you got four out of five so far let's see if we can make that five out of six johnny fps is a common acronym what does fps not stand for is it a feet per second B, first-person shooter. C, frames per second. Or D,
1: fries per square inch. Was that even a question? Do the, I really have to say, give the answer to this? Yes. Fries per square inch. That's correct, Johnny.
0: All the other acronyms, all the other ones are acronyms for FPS. Yes. Five out of six, Johnny. That's a new record for you. Metal Gear like Solid question really stumped you, huh? I like how I could see like your mind doing like that. You know that meme with the with the numbers, like they're all, all flashing. Forward.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. I like that one. All right, Johnny. I guess that is it for this segment. Five out of six. So let's see if you can get all of them correct next week. I have to like calibrate, like what's your level and then what's too hard for I you. I should have fucking known. I need to find that sweet spot between like check, like where you have to pause and think. And also, like, still have a good chance of answering correctly. Because either you know right away before I finish, or you just don't know at all. I need to find I that was sweet spot. too
1: focused on Snake and not thinking about the period that it took place in. Not thinking about the solid part. Well, that it was in, in the 80s. Again, no. Late 60s or early exactly, 70s. Exactly, yes.
0: Yes. All right, Johnny. I think that's it for us this week. Do you have any last thoughts? Any last things you want to get out to the audience before we bounce for today? No, I'm good. Go, go watch love death and robots love death and robots there you go that's that's johnny's call to action for the audience this week ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening if you made it this far Um uh, i know last week we actually had like a new record for listeners johnny we actually i did the metrics and a lot of people actually listened last week like more so than usual so i don't know maybe it's a new segment maybe we have that camaraderie that cadence between us is working again maybe yeah. it's just the topic or the subject maybe i need to work on the the
1: search engine optimization of what the title is yeah more than any of that i would want listener feedback to because i we try different things you know Mm -hmm. try to put segments in different places to the pods Mm -hmm. like i think because you know how we do the articles i think sometimes if we do a segment that we're too interested in the beginning of the pod i try to rush it through to get to the actual articles you know really yeah okay i can kind of see so that. I, I feel like we got to put that stuff towards the end to say whatever the hell we want as long as we want right 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 because otherwise we spend too much time on. it's like front heavy i get you and I it's not you. gaming you know necessarily i get you yeah
0: i mean we'll continue to experiment with what works uh i think i am as far as like the pod overall because we're we've gone on more than a year at this point uh nearing i think almost about a year and a half no definitely a year and a half i think we're almost to two years at this point um I think we've definitely come a long way. We found our, like, our not rapport, but we found, like, our rhythm. Yeah, I feel like the last six months we've kind of gotten into the groove. Yeah, so I think it'll only get better from here on now as long as we continue to hone in on those uh, aspects. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, let us know. Uh, There's, like, a little rating thing on Spotify, or most podcast services have some kind of rating system. Go ahead and give us a, whether it's a thumbs up or five stars or a... uh, I don't know. Maybe they use coconuts. God knows what it kind of I, you know why cuz I'm thinking of pod bean. A pod beans like a a podcast service I used to use and I think of I think of pods, I think of like I think of coconuts for some reason. So,
1: well, since we're talking about gardening, we need a couple of seeds on this. one. A couple what? Some seeds. Give us a few seeds.
0: Give us a few seeds on this one. For a gardening our, podcast. For victory garden. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can reach us again at Duosense P on Twitter. You can also reach us at DuosensePodcast one word, at yahoo.com. I actually... I, we actually got a letter. I saw it right before we started and I forgot to uh, feature it. It's a little too late because I already closed out the browser. But uh, we'll, we'll just re- save it for next time. Save it for next time. Um, so, yeah. Reach us on there and we'll respond if you want to tell johnny uh that he's wrong about something maybe you hate love death and robots maybe you want hate life and whatever the opposite of robots is let us know right. aliens oh well, the opposite would it be would it be hate life and aliens would that be like the opposite instead pole? of robots yeah instead no. of love death and robots it's hate life and aliens no it'd be humans i think is that like the theme i don't know let's shut it, let's shut it down <laughs> thank you guys we'll see you next week have a lovely week and goodbye peace